Hello everyone and welcome to episode 17 of the Doom and Gloom podcast. Uh, in this episode I talk with Liam, who owns and runs Oven Baked Goods. So yeah, let's uh, jump straight in. Who is the guy behind Oven Baked Goods? Who is the guy behind Oven Baked Goods? Mm-hmm. Uh, my name's Liam. I'm 32 years old. Getting old. Um, I was going to say you're the same age as me, but I'm actually 33 now. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> wait, no, am I 30? No, I'm 32, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I was 32 in December. Um, yeah, I, I am the, like, some of the posts, like, some of the, the pictures on my Instagram are of me, so I'm, like, fully into it. Um, yeah, OBG, or Oven Baked Goods, um, is my brand. Started during, the idea came about in the first lockdown, so what, end of March? Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, and it's kind of just grown from there. Obviously, each lockdown, which we're, what we're in now, my third, our third lockdown, it's gotten bigger. I don't feel and... like we've ever really come out of lockdown. Oh, because what was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, twenty third. I remember twenty third of March was. Uh, I think the last day, which was a Monday, which was my day off, and I remember going into work just to. I think I was. I just. I, I think I left something there, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're we're closed after this week." I was like, "Oh sweet, <laughs> great." <laughs> And then three months later, we opened up again for probably like three months and then closed again and then opened up again and closed again. Yeah, it's been a real weird year. So what, what kind of made you want to start a clothing brand? Because, I mean, there's, uh, ne- there's never like really a good time because there's so many at the moment. So, like, yeah, it's, it's one of those ones where like I'm, I'm, I'm quite a like creative kind of guy. I always want to be doing something. Um, I, I, did clo- I did clothing... Um, probably maybe like 10 15 years ago with uh, one of my friends from college um completely different to how we do it now because before then we used to do it like we bought them in bulk and like sold them like kind of guess which sizes we needed um but it kind of like fell through because it was i felt like i was kind of the only one who was into it and was doing everything yeah that's always the worst thing is trying to go into like partnership or start stuff with friends because you always find their level of commitment is completely different to yours yeah exactly so it kind of like i tried to then continue it without them um but it just wasn't getting anywhere and i think because with college and everything and it kind of just faded away um and then i've done other adventures like i've done like beading like making like weird nerdy like characters out of beads uh, I've done like custom painted shoes. Uh, what else? A mix and match, but I think clo- clothing's always been like in the back of my mind that I've always wanted to do it. Like I've had a couple of other like clothing ones where I've just bought like designs off like bulk websites and like kind of edited them slightly so they're more gamer related. Yeah. So it's just been one of those things that's always been in the back of my mind that I've always wanted to start it up again, but do it but on, on my own without a partner yeah i always feel clothing's really weird it's like one it's something well not just clothing but like brands in general i feel that i'm kind of drawn to it mm. like i feel like i have a decent knowledge and i can spot stuff and remember brand kind of knowledge more than general knowledge it's weird like logos and all that kind of stuff so yeah i think that's kind of where i was drawn to it was i was like oh well maybe i should do my own one yeah, I've always like 
clothing's always been like a massive thing, especially like t-shirts. Like I've got a massive t-shirt collection. Like my partner and that, they always complain that I've got too many. Um, but it's just one of those ones where like I, I follow like, I used to follow like loads of independent brands when they first started, like Johnny Cupcakes when he first started, uh, Abandoned Ship. Yeah. Um, there was, oh, what's it? Um, what's his, Ollie Sykes brand that he started when he, when they first started, I can't remember what it was called. Drop Dead. That was it. Yeah, he used to, uh, I had a few of their shirts and I followed them for when they first started. Um, and then like a couple of local ones, there's one down the road in Newport Pagnell called uh, Day Dweller. I've been following oh, yeah. them for the last, last like, I think like since 2017, 2018. Yeah, I got to, um, so yeah, it just jogged my memory when you said about all these brands starting out. There was one that I followed years ago called um, Friend and Foe. Friend and Foe. And um, one of the girls on Instagram posted wearing a beanie and I was like, holy shit. And I commented on it and I was just like, I remember that brand. I can't believe you still got it. And it was like 10 years ago. But theirs was a really good brand, actually. It's weird yeah. that they just kind of stopped. It baffles me when that kind of happens, that like brands build up a following, build up a like people that are interested in it and they just stop and they're like no nah, it's yeah. not for me anymore done just yeah i, think, I don't know it's, it's stuff like if people just get if it's boredom or if they just lose the passion they had when they started but it's a, it's a shame if it if it does happen um but it's good to see like some of the bands like some of the brands that i've followed for like five plus years they're still going strong um and say like starting up a brand now i've met like some really good people like I've met yourself, uh, Kurt from Thrill for Reds. Um, what's his name? Is it uh, Modern Streets Apparel Guy? What's his name? Jack. Jack. Like, and even then, like, even if it's not just through the brand, it's like through a love of gaming as well. Yeah. I think that's something that we've all been slowly working towards is for the last, I don't know, it feels like for about the last month, actually trying to build more of a community because we kept talking about it. Like I've had other people on podcasts and we started and then kind of fizzles out, but it feels like we are actually trying to help support each other. And obviously there's, are you in that Facebook group as well? Yeah. Yeah. Got, yeah. He, he sent me that when he set it up and I, I jumped into that and yeah, all that stuff's really helpful that you can literally, I mean, there's some big, big brands in that group. And then to be able to ask questions and get some feedback from people that are slightly bigger. Cause I always found that was really awkward. Like I like that smaller brands can reach out and like talk to me and be like how can I do this can you help me with this and I'll always do it but then I feel like I'm kind of slightly ahead of them but not by much so then when I need help I ask bigger brands and they just kind of ignore you or whatever and you're like oh yeah like I, I've, I think when I, when I first started this like I reached out to a couple of brands and asked them like how they got started and like like what methods they use and everything but they just ignore you like like you, they, you can see they've read it but they just don't want to answer yeah, um, it felt, I mean, I don't spoke about it a bit. I think it felt that bigger brands were kind of very more secretive. Like the market's so big now and then you can jump into it and you can literally find the answer on Google, but it's almost better getting it from a person. So when you're asking them and you're like, can you help me with this? And they're almost like very secretive of the answer. And you're like, but I'm going to figure it out anyway. Like, yeah, it was like great. when, um, like I've, I've like I started watching like loads of YouTube stuff, um, which I'm pretty sure everyone does when it comes to like trying to start anything. Yeah. Um, when I like got it up, um, Jack from Modern Streets, like I I thought, I thought you know I'll give it a shot. He he he's been going for a little while, um, and he replied within like ten minutes, twenty minutes. 
um, it, like was more than happy to share like what he does and who he uses and I thought that was a really nice touch. Mm, I think there's definitely um, certainly everyone I've spoke to like all the, the brands and people and stuff there seems to be a kind of change recently which is nice so mm. all of us are kind of roughly the same level maybe a little bit ahead or whatever but we all seem to be really supportive which is really nice and I think it's needed because yeah a lot of the bigger brands just kind of ignore you and you're like oh what that's yeah it's me. yeah so I kind of I focus more on like the the little brands because they are they're willing to help and like those people have asked me questions and I'm I I can be open and I was saying like if I don't know but I can always point them in the right direction and I'm always happy to help like um Kurt from Thrill for Eds like you introduced me from like when we jumped on Warzone yeah uh, and like he's been a massive help like he's helped like design my website um he's shown me like how to be like consistent in like my Instagram posting and where to look and like I can't thank him enough yeah he's always been really nice this uh it's good. I think I found him as an influencer ages ago, and he was like, he's someone that's worn a ton of people's t-shirts and helped promote them and stuff. And his his background and stuff is is crazy. So yeah, it's real nice having someone like that that is quite knowledgeable about quite a lot of things. Yeah. The uh, so yeah, so why did you kind of want to start it? Like, because you, you said that you obviously in the downtime and you're in in the lockdown, and then you want to start a brand, but as there's so many, what is it that you thought you could do differently? Yeah, it was one of the, it was, it's always a tough one. Cause like, say like, it was, I sit there and I kind of come up with sort of ideas of what I want to do. And it's kind of like, I want to be different. Um, Cause like, there are a lot of brands out there that kind of do the same things, but put their own tweak on them. Yeah. Um, so it was just at the initial, probably like month, or a couple of weeks was literally just figuring out like what do I want the brand to be and and it was kind of trying to figure out like I was kind of looking at like what I've been doing and and stuff like that so like the 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 name of baked goods was it was initially it was like a, a um so it was all going to be like food based stuff so like donuts and pizza anything that goes in an actual oven and then try and like do something with that in in terms of the designs, and I've got had a couple come out. I've got still got a few now, um, and then it's kind of then it's kind of changed slightly now. So I'm kind of using it as like a play on words, because the way I currently process everything, it's in theory it is it's baked in an oven after it's been like digitally printed. Yeah, it goes through a massive t-shirt oven. So now the oven baked goods is like it's a play on words, and it's just evolved from there and. And it's another one of those ones where, like, I kind of, a lot of the designs, it's something, I wouldn't really put it out there if I personally wouldn't wear it. I think and I know some people, like yeah. I know some brands that I spoke to, they're just like, oh, no, you don't want to do that. And it's just like, well, well if I'm not going to wear it, why do I want to sell it? Why do I want to put my name on it? Yeah, a lot of people are quite quick to jump on trends, aren't they? Like, um, the Tiger King thing was one. Saw loads of brands putting stuff out around that. And I'm like, but this is going to be such an internet fad. Like in a couple of months, it's going to be nothing. And then you're going to have a t-shirt that you're probably never going to wear again. So like, I was very conscious about that as well. Yeah. And so like, if you're, if you're happy, if you wouldn't, if you don't want to be, if you wouldn't be seen in public wearing that shirt or happy with what you're putting out, then you shouldn't really be doing it. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's a fine line though, because you do kind of 
it is you you almost are tracing profit a little bit because you do want like you do want to sell stuff because it feels really nice to get sales mm. but then yeah equally if you're not prepared to wear it then there's got to be a reason for that yeah so like everything i've put out i've it's sitting on my on in my wardrobe like and i will happily put it on every day and i'll walk around well when when we can <laughs> when we can walk around <laughs> and wear it like whether it whether it sells or not like it's something that i i've got my it's put my name on it it's got my my tweak it's my vision like why shouldn't i yeah something really about, really nice about running a clothing brand and then having all the clothes that you've made to wear because like that's pretty much all i wear is my stuff mm. and walking around and people are like that's a really cool hoodie and you're like oh thanks it's uh yeah it's just one of mine and they're like what yeah oh yeah just uh go here check it out and then yeah so it's, it's kind of like yeah like instead of like you've got like Instagram promotions and stuff like that, which I've had no end of issues with Facebook. Thank you. Um, <laughs> keep disabling my account. Like, well, keep, if, they, if you only get paid for my promotions and keep disabling it. But yeah, so it's like, I don't have to pay anyone to promote it. I can just promote it myself. I can wear it and walk around. And then, and then you say you meet more, you meet some really interesting people doing it that way. Like you said, like someone come up with us really cool t-shirt or hoodie or hat that you're wearing. Where'd you get it from? It's like, oh, it's my own brand, blah, blah, blah. Just having a really nice conversation. Mm, I think annoyingly for me though, the one that I get the most uh, feedback on is the, I just want to go home, like hoodie that I've got. Mm. I always wear that. And it's always old people that say like, Oh yeah, no, I completely agree with that. That's that, that's really cool. And you're like, oh, <laughs> thank you, but that's really annoying because I, you're clearly well. I mean, they might go and buy something, but probably not. Like, yeah, they, they might buy it for their uh, their niece or niece or nephew. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It just it's, it's weird getting that feedback from like people that you don't expect to be who you're aiming your product at. It's, it's good to have a, a wider audience, I suppose. Mm, yeah, it definitely is. But yeah, but I think it's a bit like another like big sort of influence from wanting to start my it was uh probably is johnny cupcakes like i've been following him probably for 10 plus years he's been got going for like 20 years i think it's got uh, yeah it's a while um and like just watching like his youtube videos um like it's like the, the amount of like where he's from where he started to like where he is now like he he does like speaking uh, public speaking he goes to like colleges and unis and and speaks to everyone about it and like he's recently started doing live youtube events where like you can get yeah. a question in and he'll answer it i like those i think uh, i'd like to do something like that eventually with like my well with this like the podcast and then doing twitch and stuff because i think that's the way it's going mm. yeah so i'd love to do like what he like in one of his where he would like he traveled like essentially around america like a different location every like the suitcase tour. yeah the suitcase tour i'd love to be able to get to a position where i could do that in the uk yeah i always think that with stuff like that it'd be really good to do and then you're like but it's set up differently in america i don't know if that makes a difference but yeah it's something like that would be really cool to try and plan it out and like do meetups or pop-ups in a load of different stores on the way that might be quite good yeah or even if it was just like um going to meet like other brands like from around the uk like go yeah. to their hometown see what it's like you said that like, was it jack i was speaking to the other week and we said about it like it'd be really cool to once all like the lockdowns ended to meet up somewhere like i don't know london if that's central to everyone and then um have like a brand meet up try and get a load of like influencer people take a load of our like clothing get them to wear it photograph it post on instagram 
help promote them they promote us we obviously get to know each other a bit more i think that would be yeah i think i think that's one of like that's one probably one of the downsides uh downsides to like starting up a brand is like the amount of messages i get from all these like manufacturers from other countries or like these essentially these fake influencers from like the states or whatever just saying oh yeah we'll we'll promote your band but send me like a thousand dollars like no i'm all right (laughs) i'm just starting out (laughs) do you think i'm gonna have a thousand dollars yeah, or they, the influencers send you a message and it's like, oh, I really love your stuff. I've loved it for ages. Uh, and then you look and you're like, you've never liked any of my stuff. You don't yeah. follow me. It's the first message is clearly just a, a template message you send to everyone. Yeah, and ages is like, I've been going for like two weeks. <laughs> it's not ages. <laughs> mm. But no, I think um, a lot can be learned from like Johnny Cupcakes. Were you at his London store opening? No, I, it was one of the things I wish I, I went to, but I think it was like, when it was announced, I kind of forgot or just never had the time to go. Yeah. And it sucks that it's shut. It's yeah, been shut for a while now. It was like a, a loss leader, wasn't it, for him? Yeah, like, I never, to be fair, I might, maybe that would be a question I could put, up, put, put towards him on his next live. Like, oh, why did you shut the, the London brand? What was wrong with it? Mm, I think it was that the rates were so high. And he was, um, when he started, he continued to ship his stuff from America. So he'd have it printed in America on, was it American Apparel? And then have it, yeah, imported, pay import tax, try and sell it. And then the rates in Carnaby Street were ridiculous as well. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I bet the rent wasn't cheap in uh, in London. No. And it's all the stuff that he wanted to do, I think, as well, that he didn't realise. So, like, in America, they do, um, or they did, at his Boston store, um, like, movie nights and stuff. Mm. So, because you're allowed to, you're allowed to show a movie to some people, like to your customers. Um, you're allowed to play music, but obviously here you have to pay um, yeah, licensing like fees and fees and all that. Yeah, and he didn't realise that, so I think that he missed out on loads of stuff. Yeah, it's a, shame, it's, not, it's a shame, but like even like on his YouTube, like the, he did quite a lot of events. Like I know he did a Halloween one, and um, he did like a Nickelodeon event at the London one. Mm-hmm. Um, he did Power Rangers. Yep. And like, the amount of people that turned out for those, like from the videos, ridiculous. Like that guy's like built a massive following, um, and a, and a loyal following. Like if you go on his website, like he's got multiple people that literally own every single bit of like merch he's ever put out. Mm. Uh, I think what, what annoyed me with that though is that he started to do too much exclusive stuff. So like, if you were trying to get all his t-shirts it would be impossible because he started doing like um university releases and stuff yeah like he does like um like his boston stores like he does like exclusives that you can only go get it if you go to the store like he did like a a breakfast one which was like you could only get it if you went and had breakfast there between like a certain time yeah that's the thing it's it, it is cool and it creates that one and that uh thing of what um streetwear at the moment where it's like there's not enough it's very limited quantities if you want it you're gonna have to spend a lot of money to get it kind of thing that makes sense but yeah it's, yeah. it's kind of annoying on the other side where you're like oh, i don't even live in the same country as you and i want all this stuff yeah i think that's probably the most annoying one obviously us being in the uk it's just like well i can't come and get well i could spend a thousand pounds on a plane ticket to get, get there for the day so i can hopefully get in line get get and get this t-shirt mm, he is yeah one of my favorite brands i think i've learned quite a lot from him um he's not put his book out yet has he no not that not yet no 
Mm. See, I, I really want to get that. I've got the Bobby Hundreds one that I think I'm going to read. Um, I'll probably start it today, actually. That's that's quite... A, do you do you like Bobby Hundreds? Have you seen her stuff? I don't know. I don't know who Bobby Hundred is. Not a name that I know of. Oh, he runs um, the Hundreds brand. Okay. Is that uh, Adam Bomb thing? I'll send you a link later, but yeah, he's got quite a big brand, and I think he's friends with um, Johnny Cowcakes as well. And that's kind okay. of relationships like that is what I want here. Like, yeah, me, you, Kurt, Jack, and all these other brands. It'd be really nice to have that. Like, oh, we just we're hanging out in London. Like, yeah, that kind of thing. Like, that would be amazing. I think that's that's what I'm aiming for. Is that community side of it? That feels yeah, I think that'd be like that's sort of kind of hoping when like Jack would like there with the with the whole Facebook page and setting up that community of like nice small brands that are just starting out, like so we can help and yeah, it'd be when obviously we can meet up, we can all get together and hang and it doesn't even have to be like work related. It's literally just like let's meet us and let's meet the people behind the brands in person and get to know everyone on a more personal level. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't have to like post on social media about it. But yeah, even just meeting people and being like, oh, that's a name to a face. Cool. Like, let's have a have a pint, have a do whatever. And then, yeah, try and build more from that. Yes. So it, it, it's well, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely 100% up and down for it. Like when it when it happens, like, regardless of travel, they say whatever's whatever's easiest for people to get to. Yeah, I'm the same. I mean, London is just one that came out because it's, it's the big city in it, but I'm sure there'll be somewhere that'll be more local. I think there's quite a lot of brands that are around like Manchester, Liverpool kind of area, isn't there? Mm. Birmingham, that kind of. So maybe maybe we just do location ones like we'll go Birmingham and then we'll go we'll go Kent and Somerset and Milton Keynes. Well, that's probably not Milton Keynes. <laughs> just go, go everywhere. We talked about, uh, who was it? I think it was Tom from 8-Bit Court. We said about doing like a... Uh, almost supplier trade show type thing because we don't mm. think there's anything like it here um no not that i'm aware of that but it potentially probably it would like london they might do it but i, I I'd, I'd have to have a, a word because i know like the, they the do guy, america. yeah in well, america they have everything um but no i don't there must be something in the uk that does that if it is like well it's obviously clearly not advertised very well Mm, that's right my phone's listed i'm sure it'll ping me some adverts if it is uh <laughs> if it is a thing yeah it's that's another like thing that i i i want to adventure into is just doing like doing festivals and like conventions and stuff like i'd love to go to like download or uh even do like um our version of their comic con and gaming events that's that's another thing that obviously in probably the next probably not this year or maybe next year looking to like doing that doing like loads of events yeah that's kind of what i was hoping for this year i ended up printing a couple of old designs and printing a new design i got quite not like a massive quantity but got more than i normally would thinking that like well if i have to get to a trade show i want a lot of stock available so i've got a load of stock <laughs> that i'm gonna sell through eventually but it's gonna take ages so yeah but i think that'll be I think that'll probably be another thing because like again like with all like the the doing this podcast and like chatting with people online like it's a good thing that we can get together and it's just like you could even like you don't have to do it alone like so say if like we did download festivals like oh uh me you kurt and jack like all four of us could like pitch in say let's go download all of us get a little stand together and yeah, have that's some true. 
You just put a banner up. There's four different brands here. Yeah. Something like that would be quite cool, actually. But like you were saying, it's probably not going to be this year. It'll probably end up being next year, won't it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> fingers, fingers crossed, touch wood, it is next year. Um, so what are some other like brands and artists you kind of admire or that influence you? Um, I like uh, like 1000. Uh, I don't know if you know him. Uh, he's on like Instagram and YouTube. Like He's a graffiti artist, but his style and the colours he uses, he's like a massive one I, I, I follow a lot. Um, but I think just through, because obviously I've been doing it for so long, I think of just the website. So I know like Minties is, I can't, it used to be called something else and it's one that always pops up and I always find like a, a handful of artists and I always just keep in contact with them and then see if they're still doing what they're doing and, and like collaborating with them with yep. ideas. So I'm just looking for 10 hundreds. 10 hundreds? 10. Yeah, 10 hundred. Um, like he's from where's he from uh oh god he's from, he's from the states but i i i found him like a couple of years ago because he did like um he came to the uk to do like some graffiti with like local artists oh okay uh yeah 10 hundred what's his, what's his I can, if i can always link your instagram or do a 10 hun t-n-h-u-n that's, that's ah, what yeah, that's, yeah. i had found that yeah that's it that's, that's his instagram like oh, okay yeah yeah like yeah some of like the stuff he like he comes out with is just ridiculous um, and he's a really nice guy like in everything he like even like the music he does like he produces like all his own music edits his all his own videos um, and he always does like competitions or he'll do like um, there's a few videos that where he's done where he's like he's jumped on Fiverr made an account and gone I'll make any design you want for like a dollar five dollars ah that's really clever yeah yeah so then it's I'm guessing he probably does it for like YouTube or whatever that's quite yeah he'll do that oh, yeah that's all on YouTube but they even do ones where like he'll he'll have like uh, an idea in his head and he'll go on Fiverr and he'll pay like people a thousand dollars to see if they can design something for him so he puts like a lot of money back into like to help another artist as well yeah that's really cool yeah it looks really nice actually i always like that question because it's quite interesting um listening to like who uh, people are influenced by or what artists they like so i tend to follow them as well and like yeah I i think growing up like all my sort of like influences is like in graphics it's all come from like gaming gaming and cartoons (laughs) that is that's my whole influence of like where i got like my creative side like the games i played and the the cartoons and television i watched as a kid yeah definitely i think that's probably why that i mean i keep we keep mentioning it but like johnny cupcakes was so big was because he did that kind of culture mashup style didn't he where it was cartoons comics all the things that we enjoyed and loved growing up Mm. Yeah, and, and he still does it today. Like, I think every week he's he's bringing out something. You'll think, like, a lot of the times, like, he'll bring something out, and I'm like, I completely forgot about that. I used to love watching that as a kid. Yep. Be nice to do something similar. I think um, I saw somebody post something about Pogs the other day, and I was like, oh, oh my shit. God, Pogs. Completely forgot about Pogs. <laughs> Pogs and Slammers. Yes. Uh, 
it got me thinking. I was like, I used to have a pog maker. Man, that'd be well cool to like make some of my own pogs. <laughs> like, oh, I, I remember the pog maker. I don't think I ever had one, but uh, I had so many oh, go gos, go gos. I used to love go gos. Little, little plastic things that used to. Yeah, the little, the little weird plastic monsters that you used to put in between your leg and you threw it like you sit on e- either side of your your mate and then like you have to knock it down. If you knock it down, you want it off of them. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. It's ah, oh, it sucks because they used to be like where I live now. They used to be um, it used to be called I think it was cards, comics, and collectibles. So we used to have a little own comic book shop. So like on my way to school or after school, I'd, I'd go in there and like get my Pokemon cards or get my go-go's and stuff like but that shut down like 20 years ago and it was very depressing <laughs> yeah, yeah there's not many places like that anymore I guess uh, we, the um talking to like other brands and stuff is that what kind of what they want to aim for is mm. that so i know like jack from one street said that he wanted that like skate shop that he could bake his t-shirts and have like a unit or whatever and then i'm kind of very similar like a skate shop would be amazing have a little warehouse where you make stuff maybe like a coffee shop as well just like a hangout space because i feel like that's mm. kind of missing and that is those like um places that you said about that you could go get uh, trading cards and stuff you used to hang out yeah. there and it's, I've always, like, I mean, it's one of those ones like oh would would i ever open up like like an actual retail unit and i, I don't think i would um just because like, it's a lot of money you have to put into it and it's a big risk whether it's going to mm. work or not um but i've always wanted to get like um a real like an old like school like van but um it's got a citroen c uh hv van like and then just kit one of them out as like um, a portable like t-shirt portable apparel shop so i could just travel around and just like set up my own event instead of just being stuck in one location but yeah with like i remember me and you talking you saying about getting like a warehouse unit and where you could do your podcast from and you could bring people over and do it from there and yeah i think it's just when you start thinking about like long-term goals and stuff and you're like it'd be really nice to have yeah that, that unit that's set up where you make the t-shirts you potentially could help other people start like making stuff M- maybe have it so that you're open to the public as well so you have mm. like the coffee side of it i like the idea of um the twitch streaming as well like i keep thinking of when i get a unit that's when it's really gonna be better for me because at the moment it's just like i stream video games but when you have a unit you can be like oh let's have i don't know music mondays and like you offer a a ton of suggestions of music i'll put it on the list we'll kind of chat and that'll be the stream and then like i don't know do warehouse wednesdays or something where you're like packing orders and chatting to people answering questions and trying to do that side of it so i think I want a unit so I can do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So like with like um, Jack, cause I was like, I know he, he works from home and he does everything in house. And eventually that's what I want to get to. Like I want to be doing it all myself. Cause I get like the way I'm doing it now, it, it, it's fine how I'm doing it now, but I want it to be a bit more personal. Like I personally made this my, my own hands. So I want to get, I think, which I should, in theory, have it set up in the next couple of months that I'll be doing it. I'll be doing it from home. It'll be a small setup, but like once, fingers crossed, eventually when it gets a little bit bigger, yeah, getting like a little warehouse unit, get a few more machines in and start doing it all all in. Yeah, it's quite interesting seeing how people want to build uh, their brand up. Because like I've been looking at that, the style that like Jack is using and how you're doing it with the, the heat transfer thing and loads of people are doing it all of a sudden. And I always thought that was kind of like the worst one out of all of them. 
but I think there's been such movement in um, like director garment printing and the heat transfer, so they're not as bad as they used to be. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, I think when I was taught, probably like when I first started looking around, like heat transfers was like no one really wanted to do it. It was more of like um, for like. It was like more for like mugs and stuff like that. It wasn't really like a merch kind of thing. Or like quick promotional t-shirts. They'd quickly like heat transfer a logo on it because they knew you're only going to wear it like a couple of times. Yeah, exactly. Or like oh, put your put your brand on a mug, <laughs> on a pen or something. It was just like really basic and just no one really cared. But yeah, like looking at like how it's evolved over the years and what it is now. Like it's, and I know like a lot of people are just like, oh, how long is it going to last? And like they're they're like they're fully product tested. Like I've watched videos of. Um, for so like the company that Jack uses, like Supercolor, like I've watched videos of like people putting it in a washing machine, uh, like fifty times, yeah. and like the color really holds out and it doesn't like tear or rip or anything in the in the actual print. Yeah, so maybe it's time to switch. That's the thing. It's like there's so many different methods now. Like there's, uh, there's a couple that you still use in director garment, which is great, but then it feels like it's less. Um, involved with the person buying the product because if you're mm. a lot of them you what use direct garment and then they send it from their warehouse and you've got, like got no interaction yeah. whereas so that, at least what you want to do with the heat transfers you're still maintaining most of the the process yeah exactly all, like literally all i all i have to do is put up a design someone buys it i send um burnt toast the order they they print it ship it that's it I have like nothing. I do nothing else. They do everything. Yeah. Where like how Jack's doing it, and eventually that's how I'm going to do it. It's a bit more personal. It's just like your order comes in, and I bam, I, I make it there and then. Put my own little touch on it. Put some like I can't even like put any like free goodies, like a little bag of Haribo or some stickers or something. I can't yeah. do any of that. That's what I mean. You, you you're kind of a lot of um, brands. I think have realised that it's that extra little bit you do that kind of wins people over as well so like they've seen your work the, the artwork they love it they've ordered it and then when it turns up they expect it to be like a nice package with a label on it with like your logo and then when you open it up it's got like like you said sweets and a thank you card and some mm. stickers and maybe a discount code and that kind of stuff and if you're missing that step then you might not get like repeat orders yeah. so with, with burnt toast it's not too bad because like they um they actually like print uh print my um my logo out and they'll stick it on like the mailer bag so like my logo is oh. there but that's it yeah so you want those added little bit of extra touches like a little oh thanks for supporting the brand and oh, here's some free here's some freebies yeah and then they're more likely to take a photo and then share it on their instagram and tag you and then you're then gaining stuff from that because if then their friends see it and they're like what, what's this brand about like, mm. so i think it's, it's definitely smarter i think i'm quite happy with screen printing at the moment so i'll probably just stick with that but i think what i want to get doing more is um i want to get i've got a sewing machine had one for years but i've never learned how to actually sew <laughs> using it <laughs> so i think when it comes to summer what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna buy a load of like dad hats get a load of like fabric or like my logo printed or whatever on it and then stitch it on yeah and try and sell them that way and then the same with like you can do it with beanies and then i can finish garments off with uh, labels on like woven labels and stuff yeah, because that's an, that's another thing that I, I was looking at. again with like round about the heat transfers. Like there's um like this has come a long way because before it was just like yeah you'd need an embroidery machine or a sewing machine to do it all. But yeah. again, like searching like YouTube and the web and everything, there's a company that does like um they do like pa patches. So you, 
all different ones. You can get like 3D ones, embroidered patches and everything. You can actually heat transfer them. Um, and these are all like specific and specially made for like beanies and flat caps and snapbacks and all that. So that's another thing that I'll be looking to do. Oh, I didn't know they had like patches and stuff that were that good. Yeah, I'll, I'll link you the um, the website. Um, but yeah, they do like patches. Um, they do embroidered ones. They do 3D ones. So like it's all thick lettering. Um, That's cool. They do leather patches as well. Um, and they're all like literally like you can just heat transfer them. Like I've already, I'll probably get the machine maybe in a, in March. But yeah, it's like 100 quid just for the heat, the heat press. Yeah. Just for a hat one. <laughs> Jesus. But then eventually if you're... If you're long term with the brand, you're eventually going to make that money back. So it's only people that then do it don't make enough money quick enough. They're then like, yeah. oh, this isn't for me, and then they've made a massive loss. Yeah, I think you've got to kind of when you're when like you're coming up with your like your idea and everything of like what you want your brand to be and everything. You've got to keep in mind that you are probably going to spend more money than what you're going to make to begin with. Like, I've 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 easily spent a couple of hundred quid or more just getting like some of the designs or like getting the website up um, and stuff like that. But I know eventually I'm going to get that money back. It might take a while, but I'm, I'm willing to like make that sacrifice to begin with. I think I said, I think if you, as long as you're in it for the long run, mm. then it's fine. Like I've continually put in money in, but not as long as it, uh, not as much as it used to be at the start, but like just enough to take it over. And then, I'll get enough money and then I'll order another batch of t-shirts and then I'll roll it in. And as it stands now, like beside me, I've got loads of stock. Mm. But like I've already got that money invested. What I've got to do now is just sell it. And yeah. Then I get more money and then I can reinvest it and then you get more money and it's like a snowball. So within another five years or whatever, hopefully I'll be at that point where I'm like, Oh sweet. Like I'm rich. Yeah, I, think that, <laughs> I think that's where like a, a lot of like these brands that are just starting out, they kind of, they get into it, they spend all this money, they don't see a return, and they end up failing because they're just like, oh, well, I'm not making any money, nothing's selling. I'm only selling like one or two shirts, but I'm like 400 quid in the hole. Yeah. But it's just like you've got a, you've got like power through. You need to like know that your, your, your business ain't going to be successful straight away, but you need to learn how to do it. Um, and like promotion is the biggest one, like networking. Which has helped out massively. Like I've met yourself, Jack, Kurt, um, and a couple of others. Um, and it, I, I think if I think if I never met any of you guys, I don't think my brand would be where it is now. Yeah, it helps just even just having that little spur on. Like, oh, what's my friend doing with their brands? And you look on it, and you're like, oh, sweet. So I do it. Pretty much everyone I've had onto the podcast, I still kind of message just every now and then. I'll like see something like some artwork they've done, and I'll share it or comment on it or another brand will have done something and I'll go and make an effort of saying like, that looks really like, I love that design. Yeah. Share it. Cause that is the community side of social media, isn't it? Like, <laughs> it's tricky. It's weird that people don't see it. Mm. So do you make all your own designs or is it somebody else so, does them? Do you have one artist? Do you go through, do you come up with the initial concept and then you get someone to do it or? Uh, so a lot of them I come up with uh, like the initial uh, concept. Like I, I don't know, I've got a weird mind where I'll, I'll be sitting. Like a lot of them, to be fair, I do it when I'm at work. Because <laughs> I'll be sitting at work and like something will pop in my head, and I have like a little yellow, and uh, I'm carry like a little yellow sticky notepad. Yeah. And I'll quickly just like I'll quickly just do a rough sketch, and then I have like um, a guy I know who, and I'll send him. 
I'll be like, no, this is this is this is a rough sketch of what I've done. I know I trust I like hundred percent trust them and what their their capabilities and what they they I think I've worked for them long enough that they know what to do. And then they just do it. But then I have like a couple of other um like one or two other partners that I'm just like they'll just put something out and I'll just be like, I want that design and I'll just purchase off them. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of the lot of, yeah, a lot of time it's just like I'll be I'll be sitting there and it'll just be something will pop in my head or I'll see something and I think I could do that, but I could maybe do this and change <laughs> that or like turn it into this. I think I'm terrible for that. So I've got so many files of notes on my phone and just scraps of paper that have like sayings or like half a design or whatever. And, I'm, and then when you come back to it, you're like, what, what is this? What was I thinking? I need to get <laughs> yeah. better at like actually finishing stuff or writing. Like when I come up with a phrase or a sentence, I think is going to translate to a good t-shirt, actually writing like the reason or whatever behind it. Cause half the time I have no idea. <laughs> yeah i think i've got like a i've got like a notepad on my phone of like if i if i, I haven't got like a pen or anything with me i'll, I'll oh could just her uh, that thought was uh, i'll write i'll think i'll write that down and then i'll come back to it like a week later and i was and it would be just like what the, what, what is this like why have i written this yeah the and, hardest I thing. Think, and then i can't think of why i wrote it and i'm just like yeah. ah, i'll just delete it <laughs> exactly i'm the same um i find it really hard as well when artists approach you and they're like oh i'd love to work with you and then you look at their work and you're like yeah me too that'd be great but then I haven't got any ideas, and then they're they're like, "Well, what do you want?" And I'm like, I, "I don't really. I mean, I can have an. I've got a couple of ideas, and you send them through, and then it doesn't really go anywhere." And you're like, "Oh man, yeah, so it's hard. trying to find that balance." Yeah, it's hard because I obviously Kurt uh, processed the other day about doing a collab, and it was just like, I think you you, you two uh, he already had like an idea, but when he came to me, I was just like, "Well, mine and your brand are like really different, so I'm really struggling." But I've come up with a concept for us that he seems okay with and i'm pretty happy with it as well so but yeah it's it's hard to figure out like if you're going to do like collaborations and stuff like right how how are our two brands going to like combine because if we, if you're like completely different your audience is completely different it's it's hard to kind of like create that niche of, of like and get a design down yeah yeah no it really is i always struggle with that like uh it is yeah it's very hard i think I need to get better at writing the notes and uh, as soon as I have an idea like explain the reasons why because it's uh it's just awkward <laughs> yeah like I think I, I written I, I like because I think writing notes it's like it can be really vague like I did like I put literally just put a note of like oh I, I, could, oh, I could do a gingerbread man but I just put gingerbread man but I, I, I 100% definitely knew I writ in my mind I had a lot more but I just didn't write it down and then when it came to me looking at the note and I go why have I put a gingerbread man in my notes yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or like I put a sentence that will mean something at that time. Mm. And then when I go back to look at it, I'm like, well, what, do, what does that mean? But like at the time, I think I had a, an idea of like a sketch or, or something that's to go with it. And yeah. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah, definitely need to improve it. I think that's like it helps that I always carry like, say I carry like my little yellow notebook and another pen on me or something. I can quickly, like if I need to, if something weird and wacky pops into my head, I'd quickly just do a rough sketch. And then I'll take a picture on my phone as well in case I lose it. Oh yeah, that's good. So what um, you said before you had a, a, like another brand, did you learn anything from that? I mean, what is, because you, well, yeah. uh, you said it fizzled out because of like the other person mm. must've learned some stuff that's been able to like translate to this new one or is it? Yeah, I think it was like it, I'm definitely, I think when I say it fizzled out, it was more cause I was 
I was at because I was younger and I was doing it by myself and it was just like I think it was just too much for me to handle at the time. Like I think I aimed too high because I I did the whole like right I'll order a batch of like fifty t-shirts. This is how much I want to sell them for. Get them in and then it's just like right how do I need to sell them? I think at the time I, f- I had a big cartel website set up. Um, I even looked into so like uh, there was a couple local bands. That was just like, oh, hey, guys, do you want to, like, I'll give you some free merch if you, like, wear it at your next gig or just promote us and I'll help promote all your gigs and stuff like that. Um, and it worked out It worked out okay, like, the promotion side of it. But I think, yeah, because it was, because I was, I was young and I was going out by myself and I didn't know what to do. And you're saying, like, I was mentioning all these, like, bigger brands and everything, just like, oh, can you give me any ideas and help me out? Um, but you just weren't getting no, there was no traction. I was getting no answers or I was getting like shitty answers. They were coming back just saying, Oh, I ain't going to tell you like how I started all my secrets. And it's just like, Oh, fair enough. And then it just kind of like faded away. Yeah. It's, it, it's interesting. Cause I think me and you did the same thing. Cause I started a brand with a couple of friends when I was younger in like 2011, 2012, mm. did the same sort of thing, had a couple of designs, thought they'd sell really well, ordered a load. Um, had the Instagram, had the Facebook, was going okay. It approached brands. I even did, um, I, t- I think I did a stall at one of, yeah, it helped like run their merch at one of their mm-hmm. gigs. Sold some stuff there, met some people, like felt like it was going okay and then just kind of fizzled out. And it really bugs me because like if I'd have continued that on, maybe I'd be in a different position now. Like, Yeah, I think it would have helped that if I had like, because I essentially only had like one design on a shirt at the time. I probably had a couple of other designs there, but they just weren't physically uh, printed. Um, And like going to gigs and just like setting up and like, because they were fairly new bands who didn't have merch either. And it was just like, people would come over and just like, oh, like, where's your band merch? And I'm like, well, no, this is my merch. Like the band doesn't have any. Yeah. And I think it was that kind of like, oh, you might sell a couple because people want to buy something, but there's just, like, nothing, like, there. Mm. Yeah, it's tricky. It always kind of plagues my mind a little bit. Um, I think it's because uh, Abandoned Ship started roughly at the same time. Mm. And I look at them and I'm like, oh, he's still massive, he's doing really well. If I just... But then I guess you can't look at that because it could be completely different. It could have ended at some other point or failed or whatever, so... Yeah, so I, I look at, like, it's another one. It's like, where like, I look at the brands that I followed years ago and it's just like to see where they are now. And it's just you, now in my head, I'm like, right, I'm not going to have their success like straight away. It's going to take like two, three, four, five years to get into a position where like either half their position of where they are currently or where they are now. Um, I think a lot of the time it can be annoying when if I go on like, if you go on like Instagram and you follow like a brand and if they started at the same time as you, and their following's like massive, but it's just like you go through their follower list, and you're just like, these are all bot accounts. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, it just it make it just makes me laugh that I'm like, you've got four like four or five thousand followers, but none of them have posted anything. None of them have got profile pictures. Like, why why are you paying to have fake followers? It's that horrible fake it so you make it thing, though, isn't it? They think it's the right way around to do it. Yeah, but. It's just like, cool. Like, if that's the way you want to do it, like, cool. Like, it's, you shouldn't. It's stupid. But, yeah, fine. Do it. But eventually, you'll probably get your account banned. <laughs> and then you'll have to make another one. Yeah, I think years ago, it never used to matter, did it? Like, 
bot accounts and stuff it would be because of how instagram was it used to be if you had more of a following then people thought that was your following whereas now it's if you post something and it doesn't reach the correct percentage of your followers then you get like shafted for it Mm. definitely not the way right way now but i think years ago it was a very easy to to do yeah i think it's it's one of those ones that i like it's so easy now for like you to post something and then saying like 24 hours it only got like a couple of likes and it's just like it's so easy then just to go onto a site and just buy those likes and then you think within another two three hours your two like thing that's been up for 24 hours has now gone from two to like 400 yeah and like yeah i get it it's like it's all to do with the algorithm it's just like cool right this person this picture's got 200 likes 300 likes and he's now gonna on like the the search page you he's gonna appear on there but it's just like cool i get it but i don't want to i don't want to get to a point where i have to buy like my likes because they're not they're not real Mm, i always find the battle with instagram very weird like i try not to use money and and promote stuff because i figure it it, i just don't like the idea of yeah it's just tricky because i've done it before i've uh, posted something and got a certain amount of uh, likes whatever and i'm like cool and then i do it the next day with a promotion and i get like a little bit more or, or whatever and i get some followers i'm like oh cool and then the next post i do i don't do a paid promotion i get like half as many as i did and you're like instagram's yeah. doing this on purpose right so it's forcing me to be to want to get a certain amount so then i continually pay for it so i, I try not to do it anymore because i feel like it, it it doesn't benefit me no it's, it's the same like, i've done like um i've done a couple of paid promotions on instagram where i've like even it's just like five or ten pound over like a spread of a couple of days um and most of the time that post doesn't do as well as just one that i've just posted yep or or it, or it would be completely opposite yeah the promoted one will do better but i think mo- majority of the time like ones that i don't promote do better than the promoted ones so i think i've like well i've just wasted a fiver there wasted the tenner there but say that it's all around like it's what you post and who you target and if it's a good post and and all that stuff and you're like yeah i get it that's some of it but it does feel like equally instagram are kind of shafting people a little bit as well oh 100 like i I had to like make a whole new instagram account because their promotion thing broke and got my account disabled so i couldn't do any promotions and i couldn't then set up a store on the instagram page so i had to like right i had to close that down I had to then make a new Facebook account for that just so I could then fix their issue because they wouldn't fix it. Yeah. And lo and behold, surprise, oh, my uh, my Facebook thing got disabled. And it's just like, God. <laughs> and then like trying, and I'm like, I'm not going to set up another Facebook page and I'm not going to close my Instagram down. So like fix it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very tricky. I mean, what are your thoughts on like, how are you going to build that community, that following on Instagram? Um. I think it's uh it's I need to just be like I'm getting more consistent in my posting like I'll do sort of two posts and a story post a day like I've I've got like um calendar reminders of what times and like what posts and everything like that but I think it'll probably get to a point where I will start looking I'd like to do like maybe do the the ambassador thing like do the endorsements again like maybe like support another band um or even like look at influencers but i don't want to look at sort of like 
influencers that are massive like the ones that have got like over a hundred thousand followers and stuff like that because they're gonna be too pricey mm-hmm. um and they're just gonna they're just gonna be like snotty and they're just gonna be they're just gonna want everything it's just like no but I'm, like so i'm gonna look at sort of like the influencers that are like just starting out or it might not even be on instagram like i might look at some maybe some youtube people that just like post on youtube and say like hey do you want, like can i like promote your brand and you can promote my brand and i'll give you a, a discount code or like for if this t-shirt sells you get five percent or ten percent so i think that's like the next sort of steps that i'll probably be looking into yeah i think that makes sense because there's, there's nothing worse than sticking with one social platform and then because instagram could like they could close it tomorrow i know they won't but like if it fails and and it disappears then a lot of people are screwed so it does make sense to kind of branch out and do like facebook or reach people that stream on twitch and give them stuff to wear and and all that stuff yeah so i've got like i've got twitter uh, i've got a tiktok and i've got instagram but yeah so like i probably would look at sort of you've got to kind of follow the trends and like what's trending is is gaming it's 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 the streamers people on youtube gaming it's people on facebook gaming uh on on twitch and everything like that so like they're the they're essentially like the next sort of like influencers if 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 you want to say that like you think the amount of um like i've watched so many different streamers and they get the amount of views they get on some of them like some of them get like 100,000 views 60,000 views and you think cool like if he's just wearing my t-shirt that's 60,000 60, eyes on my t-shirt yeah and i think a lot of them have, uh, would be quite happy to do it like send mm-hmm. your t-shirt and then like all they've got to do is one little promotion or have like a code or something like you said and then that's, that's kind of it like uh, but instead like i wouldn't i would look at the, the the maybe essentially like how i've done i'm just starting out so i'll look at the ones that are just starting out that have only got like 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 20 30 40 100 followers or like viewers i'll look at those people because i know they are because it would just be like look like let's work for each other like let's help help each other out like i'll promote you you promote me you get a little bit off the top i get free promotions blah 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 yeah you want to kind of like help other people grow and then rise together mm. that makes sense but yeah i think i need to look at more twitch people and see if i can get promotions that way that's a good idea which is the way <laughs> it is it's yeah <laughs> maybe if i get big enough i'll uh sponsor an esports team <laughs> oh my god i thought about doing one i, I think that would be quite fun i don't know how i'd go about doing it but I'm like oh, man an esports team would be really cool like i don't know if there is one i think um actually game have started doing them haven't they like yeah in the you area. have like um yeah you have their belong ones i think every store has like their own ones so like the milton Keynes ones are like the mk enigmas yeah uh, so I think like every game that has a belong arena have like their own little one. See, that's annoying because that would be quite fun to do like, yeah, an esports team that you sponsor. But I, I have no idea about how going about how like to do it. But you know, yeah, I think that's the problem. Like I, I know I definitely wouldn't want to put together an esports team because like, like I like I like playing games and like there are some games I'm good at, but not the scale that some of these esports people are on. <laughs> Mm, I suppose it's it, isn't it? How do you find the people that then want to be part of it? And I'd imagine you have to have a certain amount of money to start. And mm. I don't know. I guess it's one to look at, though. I do like the idea of the the like Twitch being uh, a good extension of like brands. So like that's why I want to start doing it more and, and pushing it because I feel that there's not enough behind the brand stuff. Yeah. So that's why I eventually want to do like get to a point where I've 
I don't know, people can watch me play video games, but every now and then I'll do like a, like the Johnny Cupcakes thing, like, oh, come follow me or come join in at this time. I'm going to do a question and answers about anything you want, or I'm going to start packing some orders, come and, and, and watch that. Or like get a sneak peek at the next like four designs that I've got coming out. <laughs> yeah, or like put have your input in it. Like I've got these five tested designs. I'm not sure which colours and stuff work. Help pick, and then once we've decided it, I'll then do a giveaway for like the other ones that were te- um, like one offs, like test prints mm. or whatever, like that kind of stuff. I think that's going to be the way forwards. I think yeah, I, th- I think a lot of that is is what. It's what's coming. It's coming, and the popularity is just growing and growing and growing. Like I, I just saying, like I don't, I don't see enough like actual like apparel, uh, apparel brands like sponsoring people on on Twitch mm. or like anything. Like it's all just all these major companies like Razer and JBL and uh, Monster and Red Bull, and it's all these companies obviously that could they've got the money to do it. But yeah, you don't it's always the same brands that are always like sponsoring this like the same like streamers yeah and like you said it's the big ones isn't it the big brands that have the money to sponsor people go after the yeah. big switch streamers because they know that that's going to get the most eyeballs on them but realistically there's probably loads of people that are kind of lower or mid-tier that would be really cheap that you could probably reach almost the same amount of people for less money but i never i don't see like clothing companies like sponsor anyone like you don't see like, like Nike, like a streamer who's sponsored by Nike or Adidas or like anything. Yeah, I think that is coming. Though. I reckon that that'll be the next thing they do. Probably. It took them a while to get into skateboarding, though, didn't it? So. Yeah. <laughs> so um, skateboarding is like big on map, like kind of like skateboarding is like always one of those weird ones. Like it always like comes and goes. It's always there. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think you're right. It, it it took them ages to get into that though to finally realise that actually, like, oh, there is a big following. Like, skate stuff is trendy as well as like made for a purpose. So, but they're gonna have to move with the times quickly. I, uh, or do they do they end up sponsoring like TikTok people? <laughs> that would be funny to see. Yeah, it'd be interesting because obviously, like, oh well, TikTok. I know TikTok's banned in America, but even though like you still they, people still use it. But as you said, like, with Instagram, like, you can't rely on it solely because it's probably not going to be around forever. Like, mm-hmm. Facebook could just turn around one day and go, you know what, Instagram's not doing us doing it anymore. Like, shut it down. Yeah, exactly. Microsoft did it with Mixer. <laughs> yeah, Mixer, that was crazy. Uh, but didn't Mi- that merge with Facebook gaming, though? Yeah. So, basically, yeah. So, Facebook gaming bought it off of Microsoft. Crazy. I don't like know they, why they did that. That was weird. But like Microsoft, like yeah, they made they made like yeah, cool. They they sold it and made money, but they also lost a ton of money because like they, like they had like the contracts they had with people like oh yeah, you've got you you're signed a contract for a year or two years. They still had to pay them out even though the the mix of platform didn't even last a year. Yeah. I'm crazy. So, what uh, we kind of talked roughly about it. But what are your uh, what's your goal for the end of the year? Your three year goal and then like your five year goal. Um, my goal for this year, uh, I'd like. Well, I've said I'd, I'd like one k followers by the end of the year. Yeah, uh, where are you uh, at now? Uh, I am. I think one hundred and thirty one. 
That's yeah, that's doable, I guess. What a couple just of doable. Like, hopefully, looking like what, like fifty to a hundred new followers a month. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I say, I want to be, I want to be able to be like, I want to get fully set up at, at, for my ho- like home office, so I can start printing them in in house rather than outsourcing them. I think that's probably it. That's probably it for this year. So yeah, just get get one k followers. I'll be happy with that. Yeah, but I think the main thing is I want to be set up at home, like printing them myself rather than outsourcing it for effect so i can add those little touches that we talked about so it makes it a bit more personal yeah definitely that i think that's going to be kind of key as well um and then probably like what like we would say three three years um hopefully if everything well hope i think it better be everything's like back to normal or as normal as it can get like yeah it would i'd love to be start doing like start going to events whether it's music festivals or just like gaming conventions and nerdy, anything nerdy, uh, or even like cars. Like I go to like, I think that's one thing I've missed. I missed out on last year. Like I, I love going to like um, specifically like Japanese car shows. Yeah. Uh, Cause me and my friends, we're like, we're, we're heavily into our cars. Um, and like that, again, that was where I met, I met another brand. There's a brand called deadly. Um, yeah, I think I've seen them. Yeah, he's been he's been going like oh god, he's he's got to be going for like five years or something. But yeah, he does like all the Japanese car shows, um, and I've got I've got like hoodies and t-shirts and the stickers like my my desktop PC has got one of his stickers on it. Yeah, I have seen those. <laughs> yeah, I think my car's got a couple of his stickers on it. <laughs> um, so I I'd even like I would like I wouldn't I even like start want to get going back to going car shows again. I think that's that'll be the next sort of like goal I'll be looking at probably will be for next year. Once events start coming, I want to start doing more events. The main goal is what I said, like I'd love to have my own uh like essentially a portable shop. So get get that old Citroen like H H E van, convert it so like I can instead of like turning up at a show and having to set a table up and put up banners and stuff, I can just literally like open the side of the van and just be like, boom, here we are. Mm, that's a really cool idea. I haven't really heard anyone talk about it. I think actually, I think Jack kind of said something similar the other day when I spoke to him, but it's a really cool idea having a portable shop because then, yeah, you're not fixed anywhere. The rates are a lot less. You can mm. go to, yeah, literally any shows, any trade, any. You can do it like a pop-up store, like you said. If you wanted to tour all of England, like Johnny Cupcakes did, you could actually do that because you could just drive the van, have it all branded yeah. up, be like social media. I'm going here today. Come see me. I'll be at the corner of this street or whatever, and then like, yeah. I'll be at this location at this time. Yeah. Come get some, come get some merch. Come get some like free stickers or something like. No, I really like that idea. That's cool. Yeah, because I said like I won't have like. The only, the only expense will be literally like fuel. <laughs> I could just rock up and like, or like I can rent a little spot and I'm not like tied down. Mm. So the only thing I'll just have to obviously like, fingers crossed it is successful. Just like I'd have to keep traveling back to, to get more, more product. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a nice problem to have though. <laughs> yeah, who would be like, oh, I'm sold, I'm sold out. Right, I've got to go home, make some more, and then come back. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I like that idea. That's a real 
a really good one. I think it'd be quite good to um to reach new people and help grow your brand. But then it's always tricky with stuff like that. I always think like, oh, I've got a really good idea. I'm going to do this, this, and this. I just need to be at this point in like the brand, and then I'll definitely do it. And you're like, oh. yeah. Say so, like it's say so with like having a full time job. Obviously, it will it will get hard, harder and harder. I think that's like one of the things I'm kind of a little bit worried about. Of like, obviously, when I do go back to work, and that is um, how much time am I actually going to have to focus on the brand? I don't want to lose that focus, but at that the same time, like, I need to do well at my job, so I have a job. <laughs> that's this one I have, but like, work full time, and then trying to to juggle a brand and to do all these things, and like now is the best time to to push and to grow like any kind of online brand persona whatever like anything because there's so many people that are at home on their computers looking at stuff mm. so like yeah i guess it's tricky but now would be the time to make the most of it isn't it like and then when you go back to work if you can kind of con- maintain some sort of consistency with it, that's going to help yeah so it, it's not too bad like because I, I, I work for a mobile company, so like I've, I've always got my phone on me, so I can I can still like go on the Instagram and post some stuff and everything. But uh, it'll be when it gets to like obviously when I do start doing everything in house, it will be like do my job, come home, do like an eight hour, nine hour day, come home. I think right, got to look at my order. I've got like ten, twenty orders that I've got now. Got to sit here and and press <laughs> and, and get shipped out. Mm, but there were those things on there like all the um entrepreneur people are always saying that though you have to put in you have to work like 60 70 hour weeks for the first couple of years to get to a point where then you can ditch your shitty daytime job and you can do the thing you want to do for the rest of your life so yeah i don't i can't like it's one of those ones with this brand like i don't see it becoming a full-time job um ideally i would i'd like it just so i could go part-time like i could do four, four days uh do like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Friday in like a retail environment or something, and then yeah. weekends I can go off and do stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of saying that's that's where I want to get to, like to a point where I'm either fully in and I'm making loads of money and I'm sustaining everything, or I go part time. So I do yeah, like three, four days a week at a shitty nine to five kind of job, and then I can do the brand on the side, and that's enough to generate more money than it would be if I was doing full-time in retail or whatever yeah yeah i think that'd be that's that ideal like place i'd like to get to because then like because i say like working like full-time like my rotors are always like my days are always like random i never get the same days off and like if obviously when i want to start doing events and everything they they go from like friday to monday so it's just like if i can get to a point where i don't have to like book those as holiday and i can just work tuesday wednesday thursday and i can have friday saturday sunday monday off to go do stuff it's better that'd be the dream wouldn't it mm-hmm. yeah i think it's just trying to find what works to get to that point isn't it like it's going to be a long road it's going to be challenging a lot of people have uh given up well last year this year i've seen loads of brands be like oh, i'm closing or i'm stopping or it's not working or just and then i've seen loads start so it's been really it's been a weird one like yeah yeah so like i think Especially the uh, well last year, uh, I think through all the lockdowns, I think more and more people are like actually doing something. Like they are like the amount of brands that have come up over the year, 
Like, and it's good to see that people are actually like venturing out and doing stuff. And like, I hope it works out for them as, as well as like, I hope they work, hope it works out for me as well. Mm, it is going to be trying to find that thing that helps you stand out. Like, I always struggle when people are like, well, what, how is your brand different from everyone else's? And you're like, well, um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's not. And yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, it's, it's not, it, it's not like completely tattoo inspired, but I guess there's an element of that. But like I work with loads of different artists. So each design's different, but they kind of all tie in together anyway, because they're all kind of very dark and twisted and, and that kind of like positive spin on them. So they're all very similar, but it's just, yeah, it, it doesn't really work. But I think that's why I'm trying to do the podcast and chat to people because that's something that's not, I mean, I've seen a couple of people doing it now. So like mm. there's be there's brands that are doing it um as like Instagram lives and stuff. Okay. It's really cool, but like I don't feel like that's that's for me at this stage. Um so yeah, there's other brands doing it, but I, I feel like it's something that helps add a bit of a, a difference or helps me be different from the other it, brands. It, as well it, as the as well as the Twitch thing. Like if I can get that off the ground and to a point where I'm actually getting like I don't know, 30, 40 people in the chat at the same time and I can host giveaways and like one-off designs or, or whatever, then that's going to help push me apart from everyone else. Yeah, it does. It, does it's, it makes you stand out from every other brand. Like, as I was saying, like there are, there are brands out there that they just, there's no like thought or any like artistic flair in, in what they do. They literally just like, they go on like a, a, a website and they just buy like a pack of 40, uh, 40 to 100 designs for... 50 quid and just put them out and it's just like yeah but everyone's doing that like why why are you like yeah cool like by all means go and like purchase these these bulk packs of like of stuff but then don't just put the design out like turn it around like put your own flair on it nah a lot of brands don't bother though that's the problem if they're gaining money and uh and that's they... yeah that's the problem but then uh, uh, it, it, it's awkward because i always find the stuff like that that how likely are these people are they, are they going to be to stick with you yeah you know like they'll see something really cool and they'll be like oh i like that i'm gonna buy that and they'll get it and wear it a few times and then probably forget the name of the company because there's like five or six others that are doing something so similar mm. yeah you say when you get those, like if you're if they're walking down the street and say oh where'd you get your shirt from I actually can't remember it's yeah just, like, just That's it, isn't like, it? Ju oh, just just some brand i found online yeah that's the problem is that's the big internet problem at the moment isn't it is how can you reach more people how can you gain a following how can you create an audience and, and some sort of community so tricky uh, hopefully we don't have those problems but <laughs> we'll mm. see <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean I, I know you said about like you've started to schedule posts and stuff i really struggle with that sometimes where i like look at uh, photos people have taken for me or I've got some product shots and I'm like what do I even want to post tonight like what, what's going to go on the grid and then I struggle and I don't bother and then that's kind of like another day so yeah. I'll, I'll always try and share or interact um, with uh, I'll always try and share stuff on my story and like tag the person so like at least that's some sort of interaction or I'll like as I'm scrolling through um, Instagram if I see something cool I'll try and comment on it and like build some sort of relationship like that whether it's a big brand or, or just a random mm. person that I'm following or whatever yeah, I think that's where, like, I think, of, like, for my own sort of posts, I've got, like I said, I've got it all scheduled down. I know what I'm posting and when, what time I'm posting it and stuff like that. But I think I need to get into the habit of, like, at the moment, I just go through and I just like every, like, I like, if I find someone I like, I like it, but I don't, like, comment on it. I think that's where I need to get into the, like, the rhythm of, like, actually, like, yeah. just because I've liked it, I need to 
tell like I feel I that I need to physically tell them I like it. Yeah, so I'd imagine that's why the Instagram algorithms uh, has switched. So it used to be like likes was the the favoured thing, wasn't it? Whereas now it's like if you uh, save a post, it counts as like five times the likes or some shit like that, mm. which makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Because like I go through and half the stuff I don't even remember what I've liked. So it does it kind of doesn't mean anything, but it is that like it is the interaction. So if you put that meaningful comment in and try and engage in conversation or share a, a post or save a post that they're almost like an extra step so you've gone further than just double tap scroll double tap scroll yeah i get i get that i think that's something that has helped me a lot recently especially when if you forget to post and it's been a couple of days your instagram almost seems really dead in terms mm-hmm. of like the interaction that you get and the, the, the follows and likes or whatever but that's a great way to kind of kick start it again i think what i found anyway is is to just talk to people <laughs> Like yeah. comment on posts, share things, tag people, try and have that conversation because it then helps. I mean, I don't know if it does, but I, I feel like it helps boost you again in the the shitty um, algorithm. You say yeah, I, I, it does. I think it does help. Like as you said, like someone who comments on your post is probably worth like ten likes. Mm. But then there's that weird criteria, isn't there, where it's got to be like over five words. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like. If you have two or three emojis in a row that are the same, they kind of class it as like a bot comment. Because I always get those as well, where like someone comments and I'm like, oh, cool. So I go and click on it. It's just like fire emoji, fire emoji. And you're like, that's not. <laughs> that uh, I, I always I'm, just respond. I'm just like heart emoji, heart emoji. Thanks. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely a culprit of that. Where like I think a couple of comments I've just gone, oh yeah, fire emoji. And I'm just like. <laughs> And then I look it back and I think, oh, I should probably actually put some, actually said something and then put a fire emoji. Yeah, or try and in, um, engage in conversation as well. I, I always try and do that, but it doesn't always work where you uh, ask a question. Like mm. someone's posted something and they're really passionate about it. And you're like, oh my God, how did you blah, blah, blah. And then if you can get a conversation, you're more likely to pull them across to your profile and they're likely to look at it. Yeah. It's tricky though. I don't think there are any kind of easy wins or any guides or anything you can do. It's just keep trying stuff until it works yeah. isn't it? it's all trial and error pretty much uh yeah <laughs> it's such a shitty place to be in but it's <laughs> a really lucky place because there's so many i mean what was it like 10 20 years ago that you you weren't able to do this you weren't able to go i'm gonna start a brand and then just like put a design up find someone to print it and then reach everyone in the world or i have the possibility to reach tons of people in the world and then sell yeah. your product like that's, that's such a new thing and i think we're quite lucky to have that oh yeah like yeah i think a lot of people do take it for granted um as you said like yeah 20 years ago it was it was literally just word of mouth it was just like mm-hmm. someone would just see you rock uh, wearing someone's t-shirt and you're just like oh where'd you get that from you strike up a conversation and then that person would then go try and like find try and get one of your shirts or mm. but yeah now it's just so easy just to put it on social media without that like because i think that's like a one i want to get to that point where like i is like what you're doing now with like the podcast and like the twitch and everything you want to get to it like well i want to interact with like people who buy my stuff yeah i hope that that helps soon or it something happens because like the twitch thing is really uh so awkward because you put them like the share the story and they're like oh come come join in if you want to play a few games just like message me or whatever and i've only had a couple of people ever reply and you're like oh mm. come on like there's so many people on here someone is bound to want to like play <laughs> so yeah say, like, I, f- I find like i think i think i've probably gained more during like 
like now because it's like well I've, I've got all this spare time with lockdown um but i've, I've always like been a gamer for years like I've, i had the i remember playing like on the my game boy in the in the car and sitting at home on the sega yeah i'm kind of saying that's i i think maybe that's what's holding me back almost is that the like the brand doesn't necessarily reflect video game culture like that kind of side of it but mm. I've seen bigger brands ask the same kind of question and get people like I think it was one I followed the other day and they're like 10, 20,000 people that follow them and they were just like what's your Xbox gamer tag right and then they had tons of people respond and then I don't know if they end up playing but like they they had nothing to do with gaming so it's it would be nice to get back to it because I've really enjoyed playing games and that's like what I said before that everyone's off at the moment so everyone's playing games or watching people play games or on the internet so now I think is the perfect time to try and push more with it. Yeah, I was saying like if I'm not if I'm not playing games, I'm watching people playing games. Like I'm I'm on Twitch, I'm on YouTube. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of what I do now. Like every morning, there's um there's one uh well one streamer who um is also on YouTube and he like he puts out a video every day. So like for the last couple of days since I've been off, it's wake up, see if the dog's okay, like make a coffee, and I'll just watch his video. And it's like thirty minutes long, and I've seen some of it the day before, and it's like Twitch stream, but I'll still do it. It's just. Mm. Yeah, it's... yeah so I'll, I'll I'll do that. I'll watch their stream and then I'll go watch the the YouTube video that they've edited. But I know, like, oh, I was here for this already. But yeah. I still like it. Yeah, but that's that's that community side of it, though, isn't it? Because you're invested in that person, like you get to know them. And I think it's kind of the modern day, not soap opera, but like it is kind of like soaps. That's how I tried to explain it to my mum like years ago. She was like, "Why are you watching them play video games? You could just play that." I'm like, "Yeah, I know, but that's not the point. It is like." it is a modern day style soap because you are learning everything about their life, like what they do, how they are, you know, you're interacting with them. There is that connection, which is mm. kind of what was well, not the same, but you know what I mean? It is like older yeah. people had that kind of like, they'd sit in front of a TV and they'd watch other people talk about their lives. And it's the same thing almost, but the modern day. I say like, it's like I was saying like to my mum, like she obviously she, she's, sits down there and watches like Emma Dan watches TV and that like I don't think I watch regular television anymore like my TV is YouTube Twitch um it's all like TikTok and it, like all this is this is what our television is now yeah no it's definitely I haven't had um a TV well I've got a TV but I haven't had like terrestrial TV or like a sky package or whatever in how long have I been not been living at home like 10 years maybe like because there's, there's no need if you've got the internet and you've got a means to access, like you said, YouTube, Twitch, like uh, what Amazon Prime, Netflix, if you've got all that stuff, you don't really need Trestle TV. I feel like it's a waste of time almost. Mm. So I've, I've got Sky, but I don't watch it. <laughs> I'm literally like, eh, what do I want to watch? I'm going to go on YouTube, see who, see any of like who, whoever I'm subscribed to, if they put anything new. If they haven't, oh, I'm just going to search for some random stuff and just watch some videos or yeah. let me go on Twitch and like oh, what game do i feel like i could sit here and watch for a bit like oh search for warzone they search for uh, valorant or forza or something yeah i had to make that decision recently so i had um like the internet was up for renewal and it was like do i want to stick with the same company get faster speed like it's almost twice as fast for less money or do i go with like sky or someone get slower speed spend a little bit more money but have like a tv package mm. And I'm like, well, there's no point because, like, 
I don't watch that kind of TV. So it made sense to double my, in, almost double my internet speed for less money. Cause I, I'm going to get more use out of that. Yeah. It's really interesting when you start thinking about how times are different and how things are changing and how you've got to approach things differently. Yeah. So when my, well, I think my, I think my sky is like due in May, but I've, I've, I've already like canceled, like their broadband sucks. I've already canceled it and I've got a uh, Vodafone's gigafast getting put in, in March. So Nice. Even though, even though it is more expensive, but obviously come May, like I'll cancel the sky and everything, so it'll balance itself out. But I need, I need that connection because, as I say, like I, everything I do is online. Like, so I need the speeds. I'm like a game online, and I need a consistent speed. I can't be like playing Warzone and being like a fight with like three other guys, and my connection to drop frames and lag. Mm, yeah, it's just, it's no good. Even though Warzone's been a pain in the ass lately, that they, it's like, what was it? They nerfed, they nerfed the DMR for the second time, and it still really hasn't made a difference. And I'm just like, I think it's um, didn't they do something with the range of it as well though? So it's not as because loads of people are saying like, what's the point in even running a sniper anymore? Because you get the range and you get the damage off the DMR. So I think they yeah. with the range of it. Yeah, I was watching some uh, some streamers yesterday, and like they they, I think the recoils. They've adjusted the recoil, so it's actually a bit more harsher now. So there's more recoil on it. And yeah. They, yeah, they have dropped the distance, but it's it's still a, it's still a really good weapon. And it's just like I hate like jumping in in a game, and like it was like that's what I was really happy with like rebirth, like when that started because you couldn't really use the DMR on that because it's quite a small map and everything's like really close quarters. You couldn't really use the DMR on it. Yeah, it's so fast as well. I think that's why I enjoyed like it wasn't as slow paced as how Warzone can be where you're like running across the map and you're like, I'm really bored. So yeah, you literally just run and you don't care and you don't see anyone. Mm. Whereas that was a lot more fast paced and you could die a couple of times and come back and it didn't feel as she. Yeah. It's, it's like another thing. Like obviously if you like watch like the amount, if you watch streamers, how like, like they're all angry at all the, the hackers and yeah. And it, it's just, I think that's why, like that's probably one of the reasons why I play it on console because I can turn off, a lot of the, I just turn off crossplay, so I don't have to play with the people on PC because I've done it with before and I've jumped into a lobby and I've been hacked in the pre-lobby and, and that and it's just like so I'm, I'm ha- that's why I stick on console like if they can sort out if they can f- finally put the money together to get an anti-cheat code in there like I'll happily turn crossplay back on or I'll start gaming on my PC again yeah it's a tricky one did you see the uh, stim glitch is back as well Oh yeah, um, I think they, I think they fixed that. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, I think they did it. I think there was an update yesterday. <coughs> I think it came out when they they did the DMR again, because then they nerfed that the second time. Ah. Uh, so, uh, what some other games you like playing? Is that something you're going to try and incorporate into your brand in terms of like designs and stuff, or are you going to stick it with like food type stuff? Um, I. I wouldn't say no, and I wouldn't say no. I probably will at some point start bringing like games into it because I was saying like doing like conventions and everything. I would probably do like uh, like depending on where I go. Like if I did like uh, EGX, like I'd bring out like it's a limited edition T-shirt that you could only buy at this gaming event, and it would be yeah. some sort of gaming related thing. But like gaming, like I kind of like I always say like I'm a variety gamer. Like if like I'll, I'll play like single player games so like currently going through cyberpunk um i'll play like minecraft even though 
I've only recently started, like probably in the last year, started playing Minecraft. Mm. But again, because my friends started playing it. Um, I still play Overwatch now and again. Like, yeah, Warzone, I still I, I, I play that, but I love, I've always loved Call of Duty. Um, but yeah, it just, it depends on like how I'm feeling. And it's just like, right, do I want to, do I fancy like jumping online and killing a few people? And, or do I just want to sit back and just like, have like a, a nice little sort of story gameplay to go through. Yeah, I've been thinking that recently. So obviously we've been playing tons and tons of Warzone. I'm like, I just want something that's nice and relaxing and kind of like, yeah, similar to Minecraft, I guess. My friend was like, oh, you should just get Farming Simulator. And I, and I was just joking about that for a while. Like, I could just stream Farming Simulator. So like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, do it, mate, do it. <laughs> I mean, it might work. Like, there's so many people that stream um, COD, isn't there? So I'm not going to get any traction there. But somebody might be like, what? Why is this? What? 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 Farming Sim? Is that is this brand streaming for? What? <laughs> it yeah. doesn't really go with the brand, so like that's the issue, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was like one of my one of uh, one of my like friends uh, who I used to work with. She, um, I think she she streams like Harvest Moon, and like oh. she's like her channel's like blown off. Like she's got uh, she's been a like she's got the Twitch affiliation and stuff and. And everything just from and all she does is play that and i'm just like i personally wouldn't watch it but there's clearly a lot of people out there that will mm, i think there's a lot of people like you said that just kind of i mean i always put stuff like that on if i don't want to watch anything and i'm kind of on my phone i'll just load up twitch and i'll just load a random stream like mm. just try and have it on as background which is exactly how like our parents used to do for um just tv we used to just come home stick a tv on that's on in the background nothing to watch no and then just get on with stuff that's exactly yeah. how i view twitch and like youtube now yeah it was, it's the same with like with uh with, with podcasts like if there's nothing on telly and everything I'll, I'll 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 stick a podcast on and then i'll just sit on my phone and just like flick through my phone or read a book oh well, you'll read a book and listen to a podcast uh, probably say, or probably read a book's probably a bad example because I definitely don't read books. <laughs> but I'll put a podcast on, and I'll even I'll literally just sit there and just listen to the podcast, or I'll be on my phone doing something, or I'll be washing up or cleaning my room while listening to a podcast. Because sometimes I think I think I prefer listening to a podcast and listening to music. Mm, I'm the same. Like I have um, Spotify, and I very rarely actually listen to music. It's literally just podcasts like to and from work you should listen to podcasts because i find it more not yeah more rewarding i guess because it's really interesting to listen to people's views on stuff like how they started where they're going what they're doing like just all that rather than just music i don't know it's... yeah i i prefer, like, I, I listen to um like i what uh i listen to like a fantasy football podcast um i listen to i've, I've recently listening to this one um there's uh, a group of guys called Kind of Funny. Like I listen to all their podcasts, even though they have a YouTube and they do Twitch stream and everything. But um, or I'll listen to um, Ear Biscuits, which is like by Good Mythical More. Like I'll just happily yeah, just listen I to used them to do that as well. Yeah, I think that's just the way it's going. Isn't it? People's attention spans are a lot less, so it goes back to that. Instagram's really hard, and then it makes it even worse because there's so many brands and everyone's attention span is so less like little so yeah it's <laughs> fucking a nightmare at the moment <laughs> uh, 
hopefully things will get better. <laughs> yeah, that's why I always I used to hate it when like people would ask uh, bigger brands and then they'd share it, like do question and answer, and they're like, oh, I'll answer any questions. And someone's like, oh, I'm thinking of starting a brand. What advice can you give? And they just go, don't. And you're like, wow. But it is kind <laughs> of like that. You, you almost don't want to say just don't start, but you're like, oh, Jesus, it's like, yeah. unless you're in this for like an absolute long haul, you're probably not, or, if you, or you've got a load of money to start, like you're not going to get any real success for ages. Yeah, I was saying like, um, like with like Twitch streamers, like the ones that I watch, and like I watch a lot of the big ones, like Doctor Disrespect and Tim the Tapman, and and all that, and like they they constantly get people asking like, oh, I'm thinking about starting, like, um, can you give me any like pointers and everything? And they don't just go, oh, don't do it or anything like that. They're just like, just be consistent, get a schedule, like find a game that you love to play, and just like don't try and um, like copy other people, like you should like have your own personality and, and stuff like that because like you do like you, you see it everywhere like there's a guy on on facebook who copies dr disrespect and it's just like mate can you not like think of your own idea <laughs> why are you trying to like copy someone else yeah that's the problem with those isn't it when they see someone like it's the same with brands though when you see someone that's kind of achieved it you're like oh well maybe i should just kind of copy theirs but yeah you have to find your own voice your own identity your yeah. own like set of followers because otherwise it's, it's not going to work like wh yeah. why are people sticking around and like why would they watch you on twitch if you're the same as some other guy that's already better and bigger than you are like yeah i was saying like i, I, jump, I jumped into like i can't remember, i think it was i think his name was like toupee and he's on facebook and i jumped into on one of his and like all all in his chat and everything it was just negativity because literally everyone knew he was who he was trying to be and yeah. they were just like he was just getting abused <laughs> i was just like See, there you go. <laughs> this is why you should just do your own thing. Yep. Yeah, people are very quick to call out other people and their shit, especially online. So, yeah. Unless he kind of liked it. I mean, it might be that like, he, he gained a quicker following by doing that. And then he can do a, a quick, like, actually, this is who I really am. I needed this to gain a following. Like, mm. if he turns around that way, that would make sense. But, yeah, well, some people, like, they do it because they know, like, people are going to come and watch them because they are copying someone else and they're just there to, just there to help get held abuse at them like i was watching uh there was a, a hacker on warzone who was who was streaming and literally everyone who was watching like uh nick Merckx and tim and encouraging that they all jumped into the hacker stream yeah. and like he went from like two two people watching to over like a hundred thousand people watching him yeah, it's kind of almost the reverse, isn't it? Because then he's probably going to get a load of followers from it. He's probably going to hit like affiliates straight away, and then, and then he's set. Like, because they don't take it away, do they? Unless they block your channel or ban or whatever. So yeah, but he literally did it for that, like for that couple of hours, just hacked, and then stopped doing it. And now he's actually kind of like he gets consistent, like a couple of hundred male people watching him like daily, even though he he doesn't hack anymore. But like, because he's initially got that response, he's then bought out his own personality and like and talked with the people that were in his chat and everything and now he's got his own little following yeah see that that's... i don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever asked you and I, I i don't think i've heard it on any of the podcasts yet but like obviously you can you ask me about like what what do i where do i see the brand going in the next sort of in the year in three years and five years like what about doom and gloom like what what i know obviously your goal is to 
get a warehouse together and everything but like have you got anything else in the pipeline or like where do you see where do you see it going in the next sort of like 10 years um i'd like to do it just to be happy pretty much like i've realized that retail and like working full-time is just really shitty but it's good to earn money like it's good for a living and and especially i'm in food retail so i get i'm not worried about my job at all because i know Mm. it's something that people are always going to need but it's not fulfilling or enjoyable in any way really so i think that would be the thing i'd want to do like i don't want to get to a stage where i mean i kind of joked about it with like the podcast but i want to be like the joe rogan of brand or artists (laughs) or whatever kind of side of it that'd be really cool to have big brands or you know influences or that kind of thing and and chat to them because he's obviously his like he speaks to big people and he reaches a massive amount of of uh of of people every time he does podcasts but they're not the same sort of people that i'd want to talk to so it'd be nice to be that kind of oh there's this podcast he runs a brand but he talks to kind of like-minded people about how they've started where they are what they want to do or that kind of thing that would be really nice to carve out that kind of bit for me in the next couple of years um because i think that along with like building the twitch and having the warehouse and then doing the like couple of days where i'm live streaming from the warehouse doesn't really get shown that much like i follow a load of brands and i don't really get to see the behind of the brand very much or like the about me kind of section gets lost so like, i keep talking about it i've not updated mine but i want yeah i say i haven't updated mine <laughs> well, i want this podcast to be kind of that side of it so if people have followed me from the start or if they jump onto the podcast at like episode i don't know 50 they can then jump back and they'd be like oh okay this guy is about this this and this and mm. just yeah literally be happy be more fulfilled earn a little bit of money to be comfortable enough to to do it full time so, rather than the shitty job i've got at the moment i guess yeah, so re- retail is definitely a killer. I think I've, I've worked in retail for like 10 plus years. Yeah, mine's like 15, I think. Yeah, I'm trying to think now. I've been in this one nearly three. And then before that, I was probably three. Oh, God, yeah, it's got to be about 15. Mm, that's what I mean. I think you start to realize that it's nice to have a regular pay, like paycheck or whatever, but mm. what is there that I'm going to do that's going to be fulfilling yeah. and and it is that the like the, the kind of reason I started was I love I mean I'm not very good at art but like I love art I really enjoy photography I did some web design stuff before and, and the kind of tweaked all that so I really enjoyed that um and then had a massive uh like I loved Johnny Cupcakes and then when I thought about it I was like well all of the stuff I like to do is kind of related to running and owning a brand because mm. I always wanted to have my own like brand or business so yeah i think when you start to assess what you actually want from life and and where what steps you can take to kind of get there it's i feel like it's everything i'm doing now hopefully i mean who knows it could be that within a couple of years it all fizzles out and it's nowhere or it could be that i'm twice as big in in two years time like who knows yeah so like even though, like, I think it's kind of like a new a new adventure in like the way of like meeting people. Like I've w- worked in like so many different like retail environments. Like that's how I met my partner in in, in a previous job. Um, but now it's just like I don't. Obviously, from job to job, like yeah, new people come and come and go and everything. But now I've like kind of like branching out and and like broadening horizon and meeting like 
so many different people and everything like that so even if even if this does fail and it does fizzle out like i've made some brilliant connections and made some new friends um and i'll still happily help like anywhere i can mm, i think that's it i think that's the the nice side of it is is the friends and the connections so even if yeah the brand fails uh at least i can kind of keep playing warzone with you and, and kurt and stuff so yeah that's the main goal <laughs> it is well i think yeah the main goal is just to be happy and to try and figure yeah. that thing out but like uh, people obviously get into brands for the wrong reasons and i think mine is always i just want to be i want to wake up and be like sweet i'm gonna go to my unit i'm gonna see how many orders i've got i'm gonna pack some i'm gonna do like a new product i'm gonna go listen to music then i'm gonna record a podcast and i'm gonna stream for a bit and get to know some like new followers or whatever and then i'm gonna help their business i'm gonna like promote them or whatever and then yeah then i'll go home and that's uh that's me done like, currently, that currently, be... <laughs> currently we wake up realize oh i gotta go to my job Yay. yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah, yeah and then you come home and you're like i'm so tired right now all oh, right now i've got to try and be super happy and like brand focused and figure out what i'm gonna do so it's tricky yeah i think that's probably been the, the most positive thing to come out of of lockdown um is that i've like i'm actually i'm actually doing something that i am passionate about and that like you say you're passionate about and that we want to improve on and see it succeed and i say like ultimately like i think if i don't i don't think if i didn't start the brand like if i didn't have the the motivational side to like you know what i need to do it and again it was through a podcast that um what's his name chris forwards i think he's he's again he's he used to be he's in a band called trc and he started a, a forward forward motion podcast um and it was it really helped me out and it basically just gave me the the motivation to actually start it because if i think if i didn't start this brand like i don't know where i i'd just be miserable sitting in my room probably not playing games i wouldn't have met any of you guys so like yeah i'm 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 definitely in a much better place than I am now, and I am a lot happier. Yeah, I think the worst thing is because uh, I did it for years, where I'd like sit at home and be like, "I could do that." They don't know, like I could easily do that. That could be me. I could, I could definitely do that. But unless you're actually starting, then you're never making any steps towards it. Mm. Um, I think that's. I definitely mentioned it in an episode of the podcast, and I've talked about it before that just starting is enough. So, like the podcast, when I started, I was literally re recording it on my phone. I think the first one to four episodes maybe were through uh, through an Instagram chat that I recorded on my phone. Yeah. They didn't sound great. And then like, but I just wanted to prove that I could do it and get a little bit of consistency. And then when I was at that stage, I was like, right, cool. Now I'm mm. going to buy a microphone. And then once I had the microphone, I was like, right, now I'm at a stage where I'm a bit more comfortable talking to people and chatting to them and, and getting to know them. And then so like the last one, I actually did like a little bit of an intro to it. So I'm going to try and do that now. Like intro it a little bit maybe outro a little bit like just with me introducing you and that's it like start because there's no point sitting at home and just venting and just being really like angry like, <laughs> hey, like i could be doing that that could be me but unless you actually start and just try stuff and fail and take steps towards the goal then you're never going to get anywhere yeah no yeah 100 percent. like i think that was a. Uh... Who was yeah? So um, fuck, what's his name? Gary V. Mm. Don't know if you've seen his stuff or heard anything from him. 
Gary he's like yeah motivational guy his stuff's not as great as it used to be because i think he's not able to get out okay um but yeah he was someone that was very much just like start it do it like keep going you'll eventually get somewhere because i think he started doing youtube videos like at the very very beginning and he did a hundred i think he said he did about 100 episodes before like anyone really ever watched him yeah but he was just consistent he just kept doing it and doing it because he believed in it and he liked what he was doing and then it got somewhere and that's kind of what I think everyone needs to remember is that you can't, there's no real overnight success. It is keep going, keep doing it, keep chipping away, keep, keep plodding along, figure stuff out, fail, learn from it. And then you'll eventually get to where you want to be. Mm. So, like, I don't, it's, again, it's over, like when you, you, you kind of know the people, like you say, you're Gary Vee and stuff like that. It was one of those ones. Cause like the guy who does the forward motion podcast, cause I, I've, I've, I've been to a few gigs that is TRC gigs. Um, so I followed them on social media and everything. And then when I found out he started doing, um, again, on like Facebook, he started doing like a podcast about motivation and how to get started and different ways of thinking and everything. Like after watching him and everything, it was, that's what it gave me like sort of the kick up the ass that I needed to actually do something and start. And uh, they, I've started and I haven't stopped. Mm, that's just what it needs. Sometimes it's like that one person. I mean, I'd, listened and watched a load of that like inspirational stuff and then just like you're like yeah yeah and you write make a load of notes and like yeah tomorrow i'm gonna do this this and this and then you don't do it and then you watch another motivational (laughs) thing or a podcast and you're like cool yeah these are really good points yeah yeah and then it's ultimately like it starts with yourself isn't it like you have to just go fuck it like i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna try it and see what happens i can't keep putting stuff off so if you've got something you're like passionate about just start doing it i guess yeah (laughs) Uh, i guess that's that's kind of a a good place to end it have you got any like final thoughts or comments or anything or no 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 i think that's a a good way to end like if you're listening and you've got an idea do it yeah if you're awesome do it yeah if you're you're struggling you need advice just ping like one of us or any of the people we've mentioned um in the podcast like any brands or whatever give them a message because they're all really good people as well so yeah mentioned quite a lot of people Probably not Johnny. Well, you know that, that's good. Message Johnny Cupcakes. He does a he does a live YouTube video. He loves answering questions. Like, I think he is yeah. generally quite a nice person. So yeah, reach out and see what happens. Just you, I mean, just take a step, isn't it? Just mm-hmm. you fail, and then you'll eventually succeed. Yeah. Perfect. Right. I'll uh, stop the recording there. Thanks for coming on and chatting with me. Thanks for having me, mate. And that's the end of uh, this episode. Thank you if you've managed to uh, stay listening this far. Uh, so yeah, I'm trying to get about one of these done a month. That's kind of my goal, at least one podcast every month so that I end on an extra 12 for the year. Um, so if you fancy being on one or you've got like a friend or family member that you think is a creative or, or unique enough or just the ones to come on and have a chat with me, then uh, ping a message my way. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Catch you later.